you know, Facebook changes things all the time on us, so we never know if it's working or not. Welcome back to the Yes Functional Longevity Podcast, where we give you insight on how to get fit, feel younger, and live better. I am Chris Borda, best-selling author and owner of Yes Fitness. And today, you have no housekeeping. We're getting right into it, okay? We're just getting right into the topic today. We have Brenda Nye with us today. Thanks for coming on board with today, Brenda. Happy to be here. Okay, so Brenda has been a coach here at Yes Fitness for 13 years. 13 years. <laughs> I looked it up today. I love it. <laughs> like, it was October <laughs> like, 5th of like 20, 2008. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. So, so anyway, I have been so lucky to have her on board with me. She's a fantastic coach. That's awesome. And, you know, I, I can't say enough good things about it. She just is really, we're just really lucky to have her on our team for so many years. But we are not talking about exercise today. We are talking about honey. Brenda is a beekeeper, and September is National Honey Month. I know you all knew that out there, <laughs> but, um, and the reason why I want to talk about honey is because there's so many good things about bunnies, honey, and the benefits of honey, and the things that you can do with it. And so I thought, you know what? Brenda's a beekeeper. She has been now for over 10 years. Over 10 years. You can get her products at Yes Fitness. Yes Fitness, but also she does sell. At uh, Waggle Dance. Waggle Dance Apiary. Waggle Dance. And yeah. we will have that um, website in the, you know, in the uh, notes above it at the end of this. But I just thought, you know, it would be a great idea to have you on, come on board and just talk about this. Because, you know, people have different ideas about honey, whether it's too much sugar or should we be eating it. Do we have to eat it locally? And, you know, how is it made? And all that kind of stuff. So I just thought we would just start from the beginning. And welcome on board for coming on board again. Thank you. Again. And uh, so to start off, I mean, how did you get involved in this? Why, whatever I came about, like, uh, wow, what's going on? Story. What do you do, honey? You got to start with chickens. Because chickens, okay, chickens, chickens are the gateway into bees. Um, I started with chickens because of a, a former client of ours, Carl, Carl P. Uh, mm -hmm. We used to chat a lot and we used mm -hmm. to train together. And uh, he said, you got to get into chickens if you're going to get into organic gardening, mm -hmm. which my husband did. And then he kept giving me the Grit magazine, and I mm -hmm. once read an article about uh, the plight of the honeybees when they were having colony collapse disorder. And I said, you know, I should do something that scares me, because that's how you grow, right? Uh -huh. You yeah, do yeah. stuff that scares you. So I uh, contacted a local beekeeper in town, and I said, do you mind if I come check out your bees mm -hmm. and see what it's all about? And he said, sure. So I went down, and I was hooked, totally hooked. So what is colony collapse disorder? It was a disorder that happened back in 2006, uh -huh. I think, to okay. 2009. That's when um, a lot of commercial honeybees started just collapsing, and they weren't really, really? sure why. And it, it's still kind of out there, but not mm -hmm. as bad. And I think it's because the management practices have changed oh, in okay. beekeeping. So. Right. so why don't you give us a little history of honey? Like, Oh, where right. it started, where it came from, all well, that Well, kind of honey's been around for over 8,000 years. Mm -hmm. We have um, pictures of uh, cave paintings in Spain that show the honey harvest, so we mm -hmm. know it's been around. Um, so when you get honey nowadays, managed beekeepers right. will have honey in frames like this. So it's a lot easier than going climbing up a tree and hacking <laughs> down the honey and trying to, you know, deal with like 60,000 singing mm -hmm. insects. Nowadays we have, you know, veils to cover ourselves mm -hmm. and whatnot. So let me show you where the honey um, first comes yeah, from. Yeah, I mean, so this thing is really this is cool. This part of our hive. It's this, interesting. This is called a honey frame, so I'm mm -hmm. going to kind of hold it yeah, up right so you up can there. see uh -huh. it. Right um, this here is plastic. 
where I have to spell backwards on me. This here is a plastic foundation, we call it. Mm -hmm. And these will create a three-dimensional honeycomb. You can see a three-dimensional pullout um, that they build out. So they get the wax from their bodies. Mm -hmm. The nurse bees produce it. They mold it in their mouths, believe it or not, and then they... Here comes the growth part. <laughs> they form it <laughs> into these honeycomb hexagons, uh -huh. okay? Um, and it's very soft and pliable, so you have to be careful not to crush it. Um, but when they have enough space above and they have enough of this drawn out, they will store nectar in here. Now, nectar comes from flowers, so the bees right. go and they do pollination. They mm -hmm. collect the um, pollen they bring back in their legs and they feed their babies the protein source of pollen. But the carbohydrate source is the honey. So what they will do is go collect the nectar. They will transfer it B to B. It's mm -hmm. called trophallaxis. It's a, um, a way the enzymes are spread back and forth. And then they pack it into the honeycombs. And when it hits uh, less than 20% moisture content, they will cap it over with wax mm -hmm. and it will last forever. I, I, I don't know, you probably can't see this, but this is amazing in nature. These are perfectly shaped hexagons. hexagons. Yeah. I mean, perfectly shaped hexagons. Mm -hmm. And what are they? Maybe a third of, like a quarter of an inch, three eighths, three about three eighths of an inch deep, and they're all like exactly perfectly the same. Yep. So in the comb, the honeycomb, the queen will lay eggs. Mm -hmm. The baby bees will develop into first larva, then into a pupa, they'll mm -hmm. get capped over. They'll emerge, and then they do all their different house duties, and then they become foragers. Then they go out, and they've got six weeks left of their lives, and they're the ones that go out and collect the nectar and store it. So wow. what beekeepers do is we give them plenty of space, and they just keep wow. storing more than they need. We leave for them what they need, and we take the rest. <laughs> so you know how much to leave them? Oh, yeah. You have to leave them enough to get through winter. Okay. Yeah, because it's, you know, it's, it's animal husbandry. You want to be good yeah. to your bees. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there is a ticket off. <laughs> so interesting things about honey. Um, there is no expiration date on it. Like I said, if you, Never knew that. if you take the honey, you uncap it, you put it in an extractor, spin it around, the honey will drip down um, the sides of the extractor, and you just open up the honey gate, and you pour out the honey, you can eat it right then and there. And yeah, it's... You don't do anything to it. You just eat it right from that point. Pure raw honey. Yep. Okay. Eventually, it could crystallize. And here's a picture of crystallized honey. So it's more opaque and lighter no, in color. Um, let me show you a picture of my regular honey. There. That's the color of my regular liquid so honey. So what's the difference between that and that? That's crystallized? Yeah, it's crystallized. So what happens is the glucose portion of the glucose and fructose that makes up the honey. Um, it's a super saturated solution, so eventually the glucose sets up in crystals. Okay. So when you have crystallized honey, there's nothing wrong with it. It's pure honey. Uh, all you do is you put it in warm water and it will revert back to runny honey. Oh, runny honey. Runny honey, we call it runny honey. <laughs> runny honey, okay, runny honey. <laughs> Yeah. I see, okay. So it's neat. And another thing, another product you can do with honey is you can force crystallize it okay. using super, super small crystals, and that's called whipped honey or creamed honey. All right. It's kind of a misnomer because there's no cream in it. But that's kind of a specialty product with a method called the DICE method, which is pretty involved. <laughs> I know, and you but, do that? Um, yeah, I do. Uh -huh. Yeah. Well, I'll get more into that in the future okay. when I have a little bit more time. Okay. But I wanted to show you this one. Uh, interesting thing. If you look mm -hmm. at this jar, 
See the color difference? Down at the bottom, yeah. it's yellow, and at the top, it's more amber. That's the, uh, the, well, the bees were foraging on different flowers in the spring than in the fall. And I just find that really interesting. That's why your honey colors will change throughout I the season. I never knew that. Yeah. I never knew that. Yeah. I didn't even, like, you got two different colors in the jar. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, it's neat. So I did that in the spring and in the fall just uh -huh. to see the separation. That's very cool. Fun, huh? <laughs> no expiration date. As long as it's kept capped, so okay. moisture can't get into it and raise that moisture content right. over 20%, it will last forever. And it makes really good wedding gifts because <laughs> I like to say, honey, like love, lasts forever. Isn't that sweet? Oh, so My sweet son just got engaged, so I had to plug that. <laughs> All righty. So um, some things I wanted to tell you um, about the honey. I already covered, which was the color and the taste mm -hmm. that vary with the season. The crystallization is a natural process. Again, do not throw out your honey if it crystallizes. Mm -hmm. Put it in warm water, in a, in a warm water bath in the jar, and right. it will revert to runny honey. Um, do you know it's a complete source of nutrition? Did you know that? No. You, can, you can live on it? Well, yeah. Really? Come yeah. on. Oh, so we're going to, let's write a book, the diet Vitamins, honey book. Vitamins, minerals, enzymes, uh, a fuel source for carbohydrates, and water. So, yeah. Water. Bees live on it. That's what they use as their right, right, right. carbohydrate source. So, uh, What's the fat content, honey? None. Is there? No. None. There's no protein, then. There is no protein. However, mm -hmm. there may be a few grains of pollen, which okay. is a protein source, okay. and it's a huge protein source for bees. Um, so, yeah. And do you know what the honeymoon is? <laughs> oh, I can only imagine. <laughs> well, the honeymoon was, uh, I don't know, way back when. They used to um, have the bride and groom go away for a month, you know, to yeah. like try to have a yeah. baby. And they would ha call it the honeymoon because they would do it for a full moon cycle. Okay. And as a gift, they were given honey. Right. supposed to be an aphrodisiac. I don't um, know if that's true. Uh, but they would also make mead. Mead, which and is the, give the best part of honey. I just <laughs> found is, out today. Which is great. So this is part of the honeymoon. They would feed the mead. So, of course, you know. Yeah. 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 Anyway. So mead is one of the oldest drinks. It's the oldest fermentable drink. And this one I made um, with strawberries as well. And this is, what do they call that? Um, it's on the tip of my tongue. Da, 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 I can't think of it. But anyway, it's, it's the oldest fermented drink. So if you add honey, water, air, yeast, and thyme, you will get mead. Honestly, I, I, I never, cool. never yeah. it's very cool. I never <laughs> even knew about it. So, all right, no, let's move on. Today. So let me tell you a little bit more about honey and yeah. raw honey specifically. All right, so do you know honey is really good for wounds? Did you know I've that? heard that. I've never used it, but I've heard that it's good for wounds. Yeah. But why is that? There's a few reasons. Um, you need a moist wound environment okay. in order to have like what they call the epithelial cells come and mesh together and okay. that causes good wound healing. So what happens when you put honey into a wound, you're giving a, you're giving a high sugar content to a wound. So you're giving moisture to the wound. You're also in that high sugar content not allowing any bacteria to get mm -hmm. in there because honey is antibacterial antifungal, antiviral, it's got all these antis, <laughs> so um, it's, a, it's a neat thing. Um, and it also has a thing called glucose peroxidase in it, which 
the glucose portion um, converts to gluconic acid, uh -huh. which is a pH of four. Because you imagine pH okay. of water is seven, so this yeah. is really acidic. Nothing yeah. grow in yeah. an acidic environment yeah. like that. And it also has a little bit of hydrogen peroxide in it. So you know how you normally add yeah, hydrogen yeah. peroxide to a wound? So this does it naturally, mm -hmm. okay? Um, so anyway, the reason that bacteria can't live in it or, or viral particles or anything is because it has to do with like that moisture content being drawn okay. out and it actually causes the cell walls to die. So absolutely no bacteria can live in honey. So you're telling me, let's say I scrape my arm. Mm -hmm. I'm going to put some honey on it, mm -hmm. clean it, it out, up. put honey on it, bandage yep. it up, and see it when. Ah. Is it, will it heal faster? Change it every day. It will heal faster. faster. Okay. They now have products like this on the market. This is just one I pulled from CVS. Mm -hmm. um, Manuka honey wound gel. Okay. So you could use regular honey, but Manuka honey has a little extra something in it called, if I have to write this down, methylglyoxal. Oh, I would have said Manuka. <laughs> no, Manuka, it's a Manuka factor of 10 mm -hmm. or more. So they, what yeah. they call it, the UMF, is a unique Manuka factor. There's something special about Manuka honey that has that methylglyoxal in it, and it acts as another antibiotic, and they're not quite sure how it works. Okay. Nobody really knows how right. it works. It so, works. But it works. They use it in hospitals. They do. It's great. I've used it for wound healing, and it, it's a fantastic product. So, um, one other thing that honey has in it is called B-defensin, okay. which is another thing that is produced in the hyperpharyngeal glands mm -hmm. of the bee. So when they do that trophallaxis and they put the um, honey back and forth mm -hmm. to each other, they spread that enzyme, right. and that also acts as an immune booster. That's blowing your mind, right? <laughs> so you're blowing my mind today. <laughs> All right, what else can I today. tell you about honey? You, go ahead. What else? You well, oh. I was going to say that, I mean, we have another product here. We have honey and almond. Oh, yeah. Play face mask. Brenda's got a lot. Like, she comes down with all these, like, soaps. But do you know that honey is really balm. good for your skin, just in general? You can wash your yeah. face with honey. Okay. A lot of people do. It's, uh -huh. It softens the skin. It's really good for acne because, again, you can't have that high bacterial content live in it. Um, I like to mix it with almond, almond flour just to mm -hmm. give it a little bit of scrubbiness, mm -hmm. a little bit of water, a little bit of preservative. Again, if you add water, add a little mm -hmm. preservative. And uh, honey, or you could just make it fresh. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, I wash my face every day with that. It's good. I it's great it. stuff. Look at how good your face looks. Yeah. So, what other things? Honey is also good for promoting sleep. Did you know that? I only did because you told me the other day. <laughs> <laughs> there is a little bit of tryptophan in honey, uh -huh. which you know can foster sleep. It, it acts on the serotonin pathway as well as the melatonin pathway. Couldn't tell you how, but that's, that's, that's how it does. That's how right. it does. Yep. It's also great fuel for your brain, um, and it's great for your allergies too, and a throat soother. So, you know, I always get this comment I hear about sugar. Should I have honey? It's mm -hmm. got a lot of sugar, and it shouldn't I have honey. I always say it's natural, have honey. So tell us about the sugar content in honey. Honey is a natural product. Mm -hmm. So when you compare it with sugar, that is a highly processed product. Mm -hmm. It might be better to go with a natural product. Now, um, honey does have a few more calories per tablespoon compared with sugar, but it also 
is better for you because it has all the enzymes, all the, oh, sorry. It's okay. I'm just going to it. <laughs> it has um, just a lot of other things. It has 20 different types of sugar in it, actually. I couldn't tell I you what they are. I know there's that many different types it's of sugar. It's a very complex type right. of, you right. know, product, but anyway. So there's no reason to fear the sugar and honey. You know, there isn't because we live on carbohydrates. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's yeah. just that balance. You don't want too much. Mm -hmm. You don't want too much alcohol. Mm -hmm. A little bit's not going to be yeah. bad, like the honeymoon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's it's carbohydrates aren't to be feared. Mm -hmm. They should be used properly. Right. So Brenda has this little chart here. that It's a guide. Okay, it's kind of hard to see on Facebook. So we'll put this information again in the notes there. Just so that you know, if you're going to use a quarter of a cup of sugar, if your recipe calls for a quarter of a cup of sugar, that's three tablespoons. Or if it's a third of a cup, it's three tablespoons. Just so that you have a little guide that you can use to determine how much honey you should be using rather than that. Yeah, because honey is sweeter. It's definitely yeah, sweeter, so, you, so you don't need as much. You just use a little bit less. Yeah. So. We, we always hear why, you know, get your honey natural, get your natural honey from the area wherever it's made. So why, why is that? Um, some people believe that if you have allergies, mm -hmm. getting a little bit like microdosing yourself with some of the pollens that are in the honey that are in your area could mm -hmm. help decrease the allergen response. Okay. Um, or it also helps to support your local beekeeper That's and know where your honey do. comes from. Know where your honey and comes know how from. your honey's being managed exactly. and your hives are being managed. That's that's important. You know who that person is. Yeah. Right. You, your honey's not just here. Is it, do you sell I just you have, here? Do you have it anywhere I have else? six different apiaries. Um, mm -hmm. I keep them in Burlington, Harlington, and Colebrook mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. so. Oh, and New Hartford. New, New Hartford. Hartford as well. Right. you got a lot of bees out there. Uh, quite a few. 60,000 per hive. 60,000? Mm -hmm. Per hive. Wow. Per hive. Right now I'm running about 14 hives. So how much honey do you get from one hive? Well, if it's a, if it's a good, if it's a good it's producer, yeah. uh, I had one hive that gave me about 300 pounds this year. It was wow. kind of off the chart. Okay, so 300 I needed pounds. to get a step stool to, to bring those honey supers up to so the top. So this is one pound? That's one pound. That's one pound of honey. Yeah. 300 pounds. What do we sell yeah. this for? Um, that's for 10 $10, right? Yeah. One, so 300 pounds you got? Yeah. I remember when you started, you used to run out. Yeah, I know. You used to run out. Not <laughs> you anymore. You know, it all depends because yeah. 10 miles down the road, you mm -hmm. might have no honey flow, nothing mm -hmm. going on. There's no nectar. Depends a lot on the weather. Is the, um, are the flowers producing? Has the nectar been washed out? There's a lot of factors, and that, that's why agriculture is really difficult sometimes. <laughs> but it's, it's a definite love. Are there, are there more health benefits to honey other than... Some you know reducing the sugar content of more of a natural sugar or you know the allergy aspect of it. I, I'm trying to think off the top mm, of my head. Well, let's see. Um, other than the wound healing, the wound healing, is yeah, one that, of that's the major huge. Things, right? That really is yeah. huge. And you know, it used to it used to be that way many years ago, and mm -hmm. then you know we got into just uh, throw a pill right. at it, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but oh, now exactly. it's all going back, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah, kind yeah, of a yeah, nice yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. But here's one interesting yeah. thing, though. Even though it is antibacterial, mm -hmm. okay, okay, you never, ever want to give honey to infants. And there's always a warning label right. on the back. Um, never give honey to an infant under one year of age. And the reason, um, it's a little hard to explain, but clostridium in its, uh, in its state can survive honey. 
-hmm. Nothing else can, but clostridium can. And it survives in a spore state, right. so it has this like protective spore envelope. Yep. And if you give it to a young um, infant, they don't have an immune system or a digestive system able to handle that. Okay. So when that spore releases, it can actually cause right. uh, botulism, which is not good. So not please, right. never give honey to an infant. Stay away from Once they're over a year of age, they're able to okay. handle it. Like even yeah. I can handle it. Our, right. our bodies mm -hmm. will be fine with that. I just want you to know how come Brenda can pronounce all these big words and I can't because Brenda's actually a nurse. She's a nurse for a really long time. Oh gosh, 28 years. 20 years ago, she decided, you know what, I'm getting away from all the sick people. I want to help people not get sick. So that's why she got into fitness and, like and does stuff like this, side. right? Yeah. Absolutely. It's a lot more fun. It is. It is. It is. It's it's a lot great, more fun. great clients yeah. here. It's great. a fun place to work. Well, I appreciate you coming on board today and giving us some insight onto honey. I learned a lot of stuff today. Thank you. Thank I, you. I learned that I need to get some mead. Yes. Yes. And that it, uh, it just get some mead. never and expires. One of these days you're going to come and like look over those 60,000 uh, insects. And... i, I, I got to wear one of those suits and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe one day I'll come to your house. It gets tough at 90 yeah, degrees yeah, yeah, when yeah, you're yeah, all yeah, covered yeah. up. I like but otherwise, sweat, yeah, I know. Sweat, so. <laughs> so, again, I'm going to leave the information for Brenda. Um, for her website, say it again. Waggle Dance Apiary. Apiary. Where you can go on there and order product. You can. Right? Order product there. Or you can come down here at Yes Fitness. We always have, we don't have all the products all the time. We typically have honey. Sometimes we have lip balm. Sometimes we have soap. Mm -hmm. We have some soap, stuff like that. You know, we're, we're open most yeah. of the time. So, and um, I appreciate you taking the time. Thank we you so a lot of good much. Stuff. And and thank you for listening to me rant about what I love. <laughs> yes, good stuff. You know, usually when you have people on that, that talk about what they love, you can really see that passion. And you really get yeah. and understand why why someone would get into it. And if you want to do this or get started, I will get you started. Absolutely, because I know you got like Joe's daughter started, didn't you? I or? did. I did. One of our clients, her uh, daughter, is now doing beekeeping up in New Hampshire. In New Hampshire. Yeah. Very cool. So she was given a whole hive set for mm -hmm. for her marriage gift from her parents, nice. which I think is so cool. It's, it's, it's cool. <laughs> yeah. so, so, so that's cool. So uh, I want to thank you guys for watching, taking the time from your busy day. If you have any questions, certainly give me a call. Give Brenda a call. Put yep. a message on Facebook. We'd be more than happy to answer that for you. I may not know the answer for this one, but I can find it. I know the person to go to. And uh, you can look for more information on how to get fit, feel younger, and live better from us down here at Yes Fitness and next Tuesday at 3.30. I want everybody to have a great night and a safe evening, and thanks for watching. Bye. Bye. -bye.